Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Thanks for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest with you. So today is Earth Day. Check out my Pathwater bottle designed just for Earth Day that I just spilled all over my papers this morning. Oh, wow. This is a reusable bottle of water. Pathwater. Check them out. Great brand. Look them up. Uh, yeah, it's recyclable, refillable, purified water, and I've made a mess of myself, but, uh, good morning. You know, I have been trying to use more natural green cleaning components. That's good, too. Interesting. stuff I grew up with all the time, because exactly. I just feel like, I don't know, over time, mm-hmm. that stuff that's not natural on your dishes, on your counters, in your disposal, not good. I want to try Chris Jenner's brand. She has a line that she's been promoting lately of all clean cleaning products. More natural. Clean cleaning products, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Tanya, why is that interesting? Are you into that? Yes, I've actually I've been very into that. And I started with because of all my UTIs, I started with all my like laundry stuff, going all natural with my laundry detergents and things. Mm-hmm. And it was a game changer. So I was like, okay, I'm Whatever. gonna make the switch. We started with deodorant a long time ago. Mm-hmm. We went to natural deodorant. I assume I have not had bad feedback yet, but it took me a while. I had my underarms were burning when I went. Off. That's what's telling. I was on. I was using every brand I had seen on television, mm-hmm. and then when I went to some organic deodorant brand, everything burnt forever because my body was so not used to natural. Mm-hmm. It seems like a problem. 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 Right. So. In just a minute, we're going to give you 500 bucks in spring cash. Also, it's free gas. Starts every hour at 7.30 this morning. But we're going to get you that free gas for the weekend. And sunny skies. Warmer as we go. Highs in the upper 60s today. Going to be mid-70s tomorrow. And then on Sunday, mid-80s. So this hour, there's a morning hack. I don't know how you slept last night. I did not sleep well last night. I don't think I... I feel like it was one of those nights where I never really fell asleep. Because mm. I was watching TV too late. I watched 
uh, the winning time or winning the Lakers series until until the last second before I close my eyes, and it never works. If I don't shut down the screen for 30 minutes, I cannot fall asleep. Interesting. uh, Everything's happening in my brain. So this is three sleep tips. We've all heard of them, but these are the ones that are myths. So these are the ones that are wasting your time. So a lot of people are talking about another sensation on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Is this a professional that's saying this? Is this a real Yes, DDS? she is a dentist. A yes, dentist. she is a real dentist. And she's the only and one in the world that's ever said you can get cavities by kissing? She's not the only one in the world. So we oh. like there there's fact checks for this and it goes back to like the 1970s that you it is true you can get cavities from kissing. What, we are all now the, finding the, out. I know you're going to explain what we know, but is this like so you take a a, a a fun dip, dip the stick in a bunch of sugar, put it in your mouth and kiss somebody, that's how you get the cavity? No, it's more like if someone has bad hygiene or like they have they already have tooth decay issues in their mouth and then you kiss them and it's going to transfer into your mouth. All right, well, let's go down this <laughs> rabbit hole. Go ahead. No, it's a lot. I think for years we've been told like brush your teeth, floss your teeth, don't eat sugar, all that stuff. If you eat sugar, brush your teeth right after so that you don't get cavities. But now we have to be aware of the person that we're kissing because if they have bad hygiene, yes, you will get cavities. So this dentist on TikTok revealed the news where she basically claimed this and she said that cavities are contagious. Everyone kind of wrote it off for a while. Like this is just some weirdo on TikTok that just doesn't know what she's talking about. But it was first noted, like I said, in the 1970s. And then further studies were proven. For example, I think back in 2011, a dentist told the New York Times about a patient in her 40s who had never gotten a cavity before and had began dating a man with poor dental hygiene and then who suddenly she started getting all these cavities. And that man Mm. had never gone to a dentist in 18 years. So all of his bad- Where was this when we were kids growing up? Why weren't they telling us this? I mean, it would have stuck with me when I- Because there was no TikTok. Yeah, but there were dentists. This is how we get our news now. And there was like Google. (laughs) Yeah, and dentists, if they knew this, should not be holding it back. Now- Right? So does that, next time you're gonna, I mean, you're all kissing the same. Next tubs, you're all, anybody kissing anybody new? No. All right. Well, we're good. Um, I I think it's something that I don't. It seems like it'd have to be rare that that would happen. I don't know that that is such a. Or like really bad decay. Yeah, I think like another person has to have really like that guy never been to the dentist all his life. Like so, I think it needs to be that bad. You know, most people who kiss freshen their breath or brush their teeth before they kiss. Like you see my glove compartment. Remember, scope Mm -hmm. and a mini toothbrush. Always yeah, ready. Like a little convenient. Ryan right? well, is you have ready. To, I am, I am <laughs> halitosis averse. Yeah. I don't want me to be, I don't want to be, I don't want to smell bad anywhere. Same, right, girl. Listen. Thank you, girl. Um, so, well, where's that information been all of my mouth's life? <laughs> right, when did you have your first kiss, Sisney? Right. Um, sixth grade. Oh, so my what, gosh. Right? What age is that? Like t- 10 or 11. I don't know. Okay. 11. Tanya? I think I was 16, 15 or 16. Yeah, mine was fifth grade. I remember getting the whole pass to go meet at the bathroom at the right time. We had to schedule the whole thing. Like tongue kiss? Like tongue kiss. Mm -hmm. Yes. I had a Jolly Rancher in my pocket for flavor, for mouth flavor. Ours was truth or dare, but yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Did you ever play that seven minutes of heaven? Oh yeah. Yeah. I loved that game. During all of these moments (laughs) in our lives, no one's saying, hey, be careful. You might catch a cavity. Like, never heard it once in my life at never. all. And you would think that would be something that parents would tell all their kids to keep them from kissing other people. Mm, 
True, but as a kid, you don't care if you have a cavity either. Tony, didn't you make up, though? So you didn't start kissing so early, but you made up for it once you started. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got around town. <laughs> I, I met Gus. I know Gus. <laughs> Gus. <laughs> um, all right, and Dr. Jennifer Haddad is on with us now. So Dr. Jennifer from Sunset Dental Studios, is there validity and truth to this you can catch a cavity by kissing? Yes, absolutely, Ryan. Um, you can, Just like you can catch cavities if you're sharing drinks, you know, you're sharing food. You're even using other other people's toothbrush, which I hope you're not doing. That's really gross. But yeah, let's change let's change that habit. But, but Doctor Jennifer, oh, why has this? Yes. Why have we gotten the silent treatment on all this stuff? I've never heard of it before. You know what? We've known about this for years now. Um, <laughs> that's the beauty of social media. Social media is now a platform that allows people to find out within minutes and days when something goes viral, you know, it's a fact that we've known for years and now people are like sharing these interesting facts. And that one, but did you share, do you, do you share this with your patients in person? You know, if people ask me, um, cause I don't really tell them, Hey, make sure not to kiss anyone because you can get bacteria. Well, transferred. Not, but, but let's be clear. So it's not kissing anyone. What are the conditions that we should look out for? Oh yeah. So you always want to make sure that, Whoever it is that you're dating or you're seeing, you know, make sure they don't have bad breath. Uh, you know, see if they've, do they brush and floss every day? I mean, you just want the the basics of oral hygiene. Just like people take a shower. Um, that's the biggest thing. But you want to make sure that, you know, they, they, they don't share lots of things with people because uh, that's how you transfer bacteria and viruses, ultimately. <sighs> I, yes, I just it's, I, hope, it's just I all, hope you haven't been sharing a lot of stuff with. Well, I mean, when when you're with somebody sharing a toothbrush, what's the big deal? Sharing a spoon, what's the big deal? Toothbrush is oh, no, so gross, so gross. I mean, I mean, are you not lazy you sometimes? Just borrow somebody's you, toothbrush when you're traveling. I don't traveling? Have laziness. I do it no, like out of necessity. No, no, like I have shared a toothbrush one, because I buy forgot a new one. Mine. You don't know what's in their mouth. I've had patients who have not had cavities for years, and then all of a sudden, there's. They're coming in, they have cavities, and they're wondering, hey, what's going on? So we go through kind of a list, and and it's like, hey, are you dating someone new? Do you do you uh, know about their, or, yeah, yes. Can you imagine yes. that conversation at dinner when you come home? Couple, couple, right. Like, hey, couple, listen, I'm, I got a little soreness in my tooth here. <laughs> All right, keep your tongue to yourself. <laughs> But I'm still with you. <laughs> what do you do then? Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah, well, definitely, uh, you know. Keep Dr. it clean. Keep it clean. Jennifer Haddad, thank you for calling from Sunset Dental Studio. We appreciate you listening. Of course. I love your show, and I'm glad you know people are getting to know all these interesting facts. Uh, brush and floss your teeth, everyone. Make sure you guys are, <laughs> are not sharing things and, you know. They should really have a, uh, a dental category, dental hygiene category on all these dating apps. I think that should be implemented oh at some gosh. point, you know? Yeah, what do you that's think, interesting. Ryan? I think that's very interesting. We need yeah. your dental history before we swipe either way. All right? This there you deal. go. There you go. Right. Well, I'm just going to tell you that I, I don't always wear my mouth guard, so I'm admitting to it now. I've got to get back into that. That's habit. okay. That's okay. As long as you're brushing and flossing, I'm proud of you. And don't share that toothbrush. I'll send you a new one, okay? The new dating app. Coming your, not not coming, by Cupid. It's coming your way. Not by Cupid, but by Cuspid. By Cuspid, the new dating app. By Cuspid. I love that. I love it.
Let's, Don't let's tell Silicon that. Valley. Right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Dr. Jen. Let's get to your morning hack this morning. Now, so many of us struggle with sleep. It is so common to get to sleep, to get real sleep, to get restorative sleep. But sleep experts say that these myths do not work. They say, number one, if you try to go to bed early, forget it. Just go to bed when you're tired. Laying awake will stress you out. See, I can argue this because the sooner I lay down and go through all my turmoil, the sooner I can fall asleep. So if I if I want to get to sleep at 9.30, I got to lay down at 8.30 because it takes me an hour of restlessness before I fall. But if I go down at 9.30, even if I'm tired, another hour of restlessness is too late. So I don't know. I, I could argue that one just okay. for me personally. But let's talk about the restlessness. Why? I think we could like really dissect that. Well, for example, last night my sh- I worked out at night, and so my shoulders were hurting when I laid down. So that kept me awake. So I kept tossing and turning because I felt a little bit of pain. Yeah. So why don't you take some pop an Advil and call it a day? Because I just lay in bed and roll over and roll over and roll over. See, me too. Yeah, I don't get. I don't go tra- solve the problem. Yeah, doesn't make <laughs> like, why sense. Why would we to me. do that? <laughs> oh no! Why would we even think that? No, I'd rather no. flip and flip and flip and flip yeah, and flip and flip and flip it. and check the clock and see it's an hour later. We would have nothing right. to talk about the next morning if I did that. Yeah, right. Here's another one. <laughs> they say shooting for eight hours. It's just really not normally possible. Yeah, I shoot for five. I'm not Ooh. good on five. That's probably what I get. And then they say sleeping in on the weekend. So. This, to me, is just a fun activity if you can do it because it feels like you're breaking the rules, but most of the time you can't do it. But they'd say, you're, you know, you throw off your, your rhythm and it throws off your sleep so that when you get back to Monday, you're going to be tired again. You know what? It's true. Last weekend was the first weekend and I don't even know how long that I slept in because we were at Coachella and this they whole week you. I've been dra- dragging. Yeah. I got it. All right. Today's quote, the right person will make you fall in love with yourself. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sisney, what do you have? The headlines. Well, Los Angeles County is issuing a new health officer order that continues to require masks at airports on all public public transit and in other indoor transportation hubs. The new order comes after a federal judge on Monday overturned a federal mandate that required the masks on trains, planes, buses, and stuff like that. So for now, if you're heading to LAX, you still got to keep your masks on. You know, if you live in Riverside County and purchased a Powerball ticket in October, you might want to check it twice and move fast. The multi-million dollar winning ticket from the Powerball draw on October 27th, to be specific, is set to expire on Monday. And the ticket is worth, get this, over $2.2 million. So if nobody submits a claim by Monday, the money is going to be used to support California public schools. So I think that's pretty cool, I guess. But if that's your ticket, man, you better hurry up. And Jennifer Lopez has been booked to headline the Los Angeles Dodgers Foundation's Blue Diamond Gala at the Dodger Stadium, uh, where she'll perform an exclusive concert. So that is going to be pretty cool. Proceeds from the gala benefit LADF and its community programs and initiatives aimed at improving education, healthcare, homelessness, and social justice for Angelinos. On air with Ryan Seacrest. For Wingo Tango tickets. Sean Mendez, The Chainsmokers, Camila, Becky G, Charlie Puth, and more. Tickets are available at AxisAxs.com. Right now, Ariana, I'm going to get you some Wango Tango tickets if you can play this game well, okay? Okay. The game, it dawned on us while watching the local news. Mm-hmm. 
So for tickets to Wango Tango, which is back live June 4th, it's called Wango or Weather. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a name. You tell me if they're performing at Wango Tango or if they're a local TV weather person. Okay. So this would be like their their real names versus their stage names, I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm not going to call them the Chainsmokers, for example. I would say their names right. if uh-huh, that were one uh-huh, of them. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. Okay? okay, okay. All right, so here we go. You got it three right before you get three wrong. Okay. Here's the first one. Here's the first one. Melissa McGee. Melissa McGee. Is that a Wango Tango artist or local weather person? <laughs> um, oh. I'm going to say weather person. You're right. NBC 4 at 5, 7, 11. Shout out to Melissa McGee. All right. Now, next one. You're one in. Rebecca Gomez. Rebecca Gomez. Is that a Wango Tango artist or weather person? Um, Wango Tango artist? Becky G. Wow. Yay. That was good. That was good. You're on a roll. Now, for the win. Alyssa Stevens. Alyssa Stevens. Wango or weather? Mm, weather? It's actually Lotto's real name. I didn't know that either. I would not oh, know yeah. that either. So that's a Wango artist. Lotto's real name. All right. Next one. For the win again. Brianna Ruffalo. Brianna Ruffalo. Wango tango artist or weather person? Um... Oh, weather person? Yes, weather person ABC7. Congratulations. You got two tickets to Wango Tango. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. I would be terrible at these games. Me too. Yeah, I panic. Thank you, Ariana. Right? I panic too. I would be no good. I mean, any game show, I watch all the, you know, watch the TV game shows. I'd be the worst contestant. I want to go on Wheel of Fortune so bad, but I know that I'll choke. I don't know how some of those contestants on Wheel of Fortune guess the phrase with, you know, three vowels. You know what I mean? Or then like I won't be able to guess like a very obvious whatever, or I'll mispronounce it, and then it's going to be, be a, a viral meme, video. And it goes viral, right. yeah. And it's <laughs> like, it's like, it's me too. Tanya, breathe. Do you know what we should do when you have time? I know it's like idle, so you're busy right now. Family feud, as like a oh, yeah, family, like a, a work family. We would suck, but yes. No, I think I'd be good. I could carry us. Okay. Fine. (laughs) Come on down. No, that's the wrong one. Survey says? Yes, exactly. So, Tony, you were just saying that you thought you had heard every reason for a breakup over the years, but this one shook you. This one shook me to my core, but I think there's more to the story, so let me fill you in. Natasha Leone, she is from Orange is the New Black and Russian Doll. You know her? Yes. Mm -hmm. Strawberry blonde hair. Not personally, but I know the shows. (laughs) So season two of Russian Doll actually just dropped um, on Netflix, she and Fred Armisen, he's from SNL in Portlandia. They've been dating for eight years. Okay? Eight years. Natasha just confirmed that they broke up over a swimming pool. I don't understand what that means. So she yeah. did an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, and she basically said it was an amicable breakup, and I quote, we're still talking all the time, but Freddie doesn't like a swimming pool. It might sound like a mundane reason for a breakup, but during the pandemic, you've got to get your laps. And so the story's true. It came straight from her mouth. But I thought that there was like more to it because I'm like, okay, maybe, you know, they were house hunting and 
he obviously didn't want a swimming pool. She did. But maybe she it was like the straw that broke the camel's back because maybe their whole relationship, he got his way. He just wasn't, you know, good at compromise. And that was just kind of the final straw. Like, I feel like there's got to be more to it than that. I totally agree with you. It doesn't I mean, look, it's impossible to know what happens in a relationship. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's ever a breakup that doesn't have small moments that build up to right. become the big moment Little petty or, things that build up. right or the straw that breaks the camel's back yeah and listen when we were to all locked down together man little things stacked up well and your home is kind of that was your everything you know what i mean like right. your home mm-hmm. became your workspace your home space your date space so you know compromising well, you, in that is important it's like it's just like if you've ever been in a situation where you get into a fight with your significant other and you can't understand why that one thing was why they're like going nuts or what they're going nuts about. And you realize, oh, it wasn't yeah. just that one thing. It was like the last six months of things. <laughs> right? You learn a lot. You learn a lot. And you learn that some people harbor those things until a moment then they can't harbor them anymore. This is why you have to have all your little arguments. Just get it out. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. No, no I don't think it has to be an argument. You can speak your mind without it being an argument. I think. Well, speak your mind. But I think you can speak it, not yell it. Yeah. Big fan Nobody of yells. speaking it. All right. So, Sisney, are you bummed that you're not going to Coachella weekend two, or did you get your fill? No, I got my fill. I'm good. I Some people can do me? both. You can barely make it through the first weekend. Right. <laughs> All right. So, weekend two. Uh, what were the surprises that stood out from weekend one, Sissini? Snoop Dogg, Justin Bieber, Becky G coming out with Carol G. I mean, Shania. Mm-hmm. Sure Harry Styles set, right? Yeah. So well, everyone was thinking maybe Harry Styles would bring out One Direction. But you mean this weekend that or that last weekend? Last weekend, but that didn't happen. So maybe well, this, this weekend, weekend, they're still saying that he might bring out One Direction. He might bring out Taylor Swift. He might bring out Stevie Nicks. He might bring out Lizzo. He might bring out wow. Elon Musk. I mean, who knows? He Elon might bring out anyone. <laughs> right? Because Lizzo mentioned she was going to be there. So, But there are a lot of different stories about who Harry Styles might bring out. And his song has a lot of heat. So I don't know who wouldn't want to be on stage with him. Thousand percent. And it's night one. So there's the energy on Friday versus, I think, Sunday night is like... Because people's night. endurance wane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, all right. So they're also saying that Doja Cat might bring out SZA. To do Kiss Me More. That would be good. And Megan Thee Stallion, will she bring out Cardi B? I mean, that's what everybody was thinking was going to happen last weekend for WAP, but it didn't. So maybe Cardi B, or I'm even thinking, like, what if she brings out Dua Lipa for Sweetest Pie? Oh, that's such a great track. Mm-hmm. And isn't it, I mean, it's cool to be on the bill, but isn't it really cool if you're the surprise guest and you totally. see the crowd react? Yeah, in and out. Have you ever been the surprise guest for anything, Tanya? No. Uh, <laughs> like, have you ever had that moment, that experience where they don't know you're coming, and all of a sudden you show up to the party and everybody goes wild? Um, my one of my best friends, Sophia Carson, had a billboard going up um, downtown LA for her album release, and she thought I was out of town for the weekend, and so I got to surprise her, and her reaction was priceless like she was jumping up and down like a kid on christmas day that's what dua lipa would feel like if she walked out in that moment right exactly uh all right so if you're headed out there enjoy have a good time on air on air with ryan seacrest hey you know we're gonna have on this is actually this is a pastry chef hour 
we're going to have on our hometown hustler now who's into making desserts full time. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to have uh, the guy who's hosting, Mikey Day from SNL, is hosting your cake show. Is it no, cake? Is it cake. Yeah. Is it cake? Didn't you say you're obsessed with this show called Is It Cake on I'm Netflix? Obsessed with it. I like want to be on season two badly. So the idea is that they make cakes. One is real. One is not. Or several are real. One is not. What's the idea? What's the premise? Basically, the sh- all the chefs, they make a cake. So there's one real one and they put it on like a platter with a like or other decoys and the judges and all have the decoys look the same and the real one looks the same exactly and so the judges have to decide which one of them is cake and if they get it right they pick the cake the baker loses but if they get it wrong the baker moves on to the next and round. that's the show yes <laughs> how long is the I show i have an issue with the slicing of the cake that part really just gives me the heebie-jeebies i don't know what it is like when it looks like a, i don't know like a real thing like a rubber ducky sure or like even a person you know i don't they do human cakes where you have to cut the human they have in the past like i don't know about on the show make them cartoony yeah it just it just makes it feel weird when you're slicing something in half all right before we get down on all the baking let's stay up we got our hometown hustler here Uh evelyn barillas is on with us now out of southgate so evelyn she was working her regular job was working with special needs students in schools and at home, then the pandemic hits, and she began to lose work, so she quit, and she started baking chocoflanes. Evelyn, good morning. How are you? Hi, good morning. I'm doing good. How are you? Super good. So tell me what the chocoflanes are. Yeah, so uh, chocoflan is a traditional uh, Mexican dessert. Uh, basically, um, the traditional one would be half chocolate cake and have mm. flan mm. and then you know you can decorate it with fruit or or cookies and d- different decorations but that's the traditional uh, choco flan so you had these growing up or you made these for friends how did you become so good at making them oh yeah definitely uh you know growing up um it was part of our birthday celebrations um my family actually in Mexico owned a, a bakery, so um, oh. basically it comes, you know, it comes from from within. My mom would do uh, sweet bread, conchas, bolillo, all this, you know, the Mexican bread um, that that we know now. Um, and then I I kind of gained that within me and uh, started baking in high school, and then um, really got passionate about the choco flan. So that's my specialty at the moment. How, I'm so curious about this because one day I'm going to do it. But how did you have the confidence to just follow the one thing that you love to do as your hobby or your passion without the practical, normal, everyday job? Like, how did you cross that point? Yeah, so basically, um, like I mentioned, I've always been like the baker in the in the family um, since high school. Uh, but it really took on uh, last year during you know when the pandemic was full on. You know, it just started happening. Mm-hmm. School started closing. Uh, I started losing my the cases with the with the kids that I worked with. Um, I I would do in in home therapy. So of course that stopped. So basically, I started um, not having a job. 
So, you know, I was convinced by my sister, my family. They told me, just go for it. Um, so we created, you know, the page, uh, the merch, the stickers, everything that I needed, and I went for it. Um, and, you know, that. thankfully, thankfully, it, you know, people liked it. Aside from the family, yeah. people liked it, and, and I'm so happy about it. It's wow. so great to hear these stories of people going for what they love and not looking back. Evelyn Barrios with us now. So you can go to at Chaco Flancitos underscore Evelyn on Instagram yes. to see her story. Our hometown hustler, native of Huntington Park and Southgate resident. Thank you for being on with us, Evelyn. Keep it up. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Bye. All right, so Sisney, if you could walk away from all of it and do the one thing that you love to do outside of what we do all the time, what would it be? Oh, um, maybe own my own flower shop. Is that because of Ryan's roses? It's not. I love I love arranging flowers, and I've always, um, even before I started this, I would I would take like flower arranging classes, and I do it like often actually. That's true. And during does. the pandemic, I would just do them online. Huh. Tanya, what would you do? Honestly, I think I would do like speaking tours in high schools. I did it a little bit before the pandemic hit, and I really enjoyed it. Speaking tours of what? Like just speaking to young girls like, in high school. Speaking schools. to like high school. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, that's got nice. It. All right. Uh, mine would you? be. Olive oil. Yeah, I think I need an olive oil kiosk and I'd like to run a small boutique hotel. All right. Wait, I thought it was a restaurant you wanted. Yeah, there's a restaurant in well, the boutique hotel. Restaurant ah. in the boutique hotel. Yeah, I decided that maybe the boutique hotel is more of an enterprise. What? That's mm. good because then you get the restaurant and you can do the olive you oil in the in restaurant. The courtyard. Uh huh. See? You think could, big, Mr. Ryan. Well, it's not it's going to be a big hotel, it's just a couple rooms. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. All right. And the restaurant's going to have a bakery. We're going to make Choco Flanes. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tubbs, bring in Mikey Day, 102.7 KISS FM. Born in Orange County, California. Ryan Seacrest mm. here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, did you know he's out of the city of Orange? No, I did not know that. So what you else, became neighbor? obsessed. I mean, obviously you know him from his work on SNL. But Tanya, you recently became obsessed with a show called Is It Cake on Netflix. Yes. So this show, I binged it. Probably in two days. It was so good. Basically, these bakers have to make a cake to look like an object. That's a real right. object. There's right. one real cake, and then there's a lot of decoys. And the judges basically have to decide which one's cake. And if the judges guess correctly, that baker is out. And if they guess wrong, the baker moves on to the next round. Well, let, let's bring in uh, the city of Orange, California's own Mikey Day. Mikey, how are you this morning? Fantastic. It's good to have you on. So uh, yeah, I, I um, sorry to interrupt, but good. I grew up in Southern California, so I listen to Seacrest for the ride every day. <laughs> Seacrest for the ride with Foxy Lisa Fox. Oh, yes, day. Lisa Star. Fox. Yeah, man. And you would play um, from saving private ryan tom hanks going ryan is there a ryan ryan <laughs> that is so funny i even forgot about all that so when you were when you were growing up and listening to that what were you doing were you going to school yeah i distinctly remember being on the 55 coming back from newport beach because i lived inland orange mm -hmm. county mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. 
there was traffic and I remember Seacrest for the ride. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll just hang out with Ryan for an hour as I'm stuck in traffic at <laughs> 55. Well, and I'm, Lisa uh, Fox. That's I'm, crazy. I'm happy to know that we go way back, Mikey Day. Uh, look at you uh, now. Uh, look at you. Uh, of SNL course. SNL fame. We'll get to SNL fame in a second, but you came uh -huh. up the other day on this show because Tanya is telling me about this uh, streaming Netflix series called Is It Cake? And <laughs> yes. she's explaining it to me, and I've not seen it yet, and she's explaining it to me. She said, oh, no, Mikey Day's hosting the show, and they have fake cake and real cake, and then they cut into the cake, and they decide which <laughs> yes, is real and which is fake. really complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but but it's, it's very popular. So w what is it that you think people are obsessed with with this series? I don't know. There's, there's something to, obviously, the artistry of the show and watching these these people create these cakes that look exactly like real objects and then i i don't know there's this weird human kind of fascination with trying to guess what's in disguise like right. i'll be able to figure this out there's some like weird instinctual thing of like let me assess and find the fake so to speak but how did you end up hosting it I remember I got a call from my manager who was like, are you familiar with the hyper-realistic cake phenomenon? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? <laughs> huh? But I remember seeing videos, you know, earlier on Instagram and stuff of like, it was pretty gnarly too. It was, someone was, I think, cutting into a realistic puppy, but it was cake and it was just... <laughs> See, that stuff frightens me. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly. just me scared of it. <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff can be pretty insane. Like, I've, I remember one vaguely of, like, a gender reveal, and I think it was a baby, <laughs> but it was cake. <laughs> but there's... Um, and then I saw other tamer ones, obviously. And then I talked to the producers, and they had... They do Nailed It as well, and they were really... They were really like receptive and, and cool because I said, I know nothing of baking, <laughs> yeah. let alone this art form. And I don't know if I'd be the best host. Like, I, I don't know if I'd be good at reading like dense blocks of rules and text. And they said, we want to keep it loose. Like, they were very aware that the show was called Is It Cake, which is just <laughs> kind of inherently funny. And yeah. <laughs> like gloriously dumb so and then i just went out there went went out to la for a while and shot it and it was everyone was super cool and the contestants were fantastic and there was a very positive vibe on well, set I, I think your other job being on snl is probably mm -hmm. one of the m most challenging jobs right. in the business because <laughs> of there is script and it is live and you are reading and you are working fast and there are tight turnarounds. I mean, it seems terrifying uh -huh. to me. Yes. We tried Heidi Gardner and I, we wrote and tried to do a live with Kelly and Ryan sketch. It didn't go. <laughs> you guys are kind of hard to make fun of. <laughs> These really? two good-looking, successful people who are intelligent. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. So you, you had, or me? Yeah, I was you, and with most of my impressions, <laughs> kind of sounded like you. Just like it was just more like positive energy. But 
I remember we had. I want to see this. Yeah, get get this. It just went to the table, but I remember the stage direction said there is so much stuff on your guys' table. Just because I saw an episode (laughs) and you guys were reaching, you guys were like, okay, what's in the news? So it would have been a C. And Kelly, we had Kelly keep telling like vaguely graphic um, (laughs) stories about a romantic getaway with her and Mark. It it was like, oh, we didn't even go outside. Mark just had me in the room and just, me and you were going, oh yeah, good for Mark. (laughs) So Mark. (laughs) I forget even. Oh, that's great. Which call it? Who the, the host though. was? I oh, think the yeah. host was. Is Gelman still the? He's the producer. Yeah. Okay. I we might have had Adam Driver playing Gelman. <laughs> Gelman? <laughs> you guys need to do yeah, this. bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh, gosh, Just Adam that's Driver amazing. being like, "Oh, how does Gelman speak?" <laughs> <laughs> We'll try again. Yeah, it went okay at the table read, but I'm again, sure there'll be plenty to make fun of. I'm you sure. guys aren't insane, so it, well, it's harder to. We can we can definitely become that soon. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, well, listen, I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to to connect like this, man. Such a big fan. Yeah. And congratulations on your continued success out of the city of Orange. And we got to wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mikey. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for talking to me. It was very Good luck. cool. May 7th, SNL returns live on NBC. See you, buddy. Thanks again. Yeah. Bye. That's very funny to watch him do us, me, right? On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Well, this conversation resonated all week. Uh, We had a conversation about the bully who was a high school or earlier in their life during the school years, a bully to another student, said, you know what? It's been eating me up. I want to call and apologize to them years later. And I thought, great, that's good. Make peace, make amends. Turns out there are, you know, varying thoughts on this. Dan, actually. Hey, Dan, good morning. How are you, Dan, in L.A.? I'm doing great. I'm on the California West Side, you know, Venice Beach, Marina del Rey area. What a great area to be in, bro. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. So tell me, you reached out to somebody that used to bully you? No, 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 no. What it was was long, long time ago when I started a new school. In fact, you probably know from Million Dollar Baby. That's the church they use, St. Mark's, Venice, California. Okay. I was the new kid. Here I am, half white, half Mexican. And so the Latin guys, they didn't like me because I was white. The white guys didn't like me because I was Mexican. Besides the fact that right now I'm 6'3", 300 pounds, you know, I'm a big guy. So they used that to make fun of me. And since I was the new guy... It was bullied, bullied, bullied for over five years. I just couldn't handle it anymore. I could have blown up, didn't, nothing like that. But many, many years later, and via Facebook, I found my biggest bully. His name was, just to put it this way, his name was Michael H. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I said, I want to talk to you. I'm an adult now, man. We need to hash something out here. And before I could say anything, he apologized to me. Which really? a pissed me off because I couldn't give him a piece of my mind. Yeah, you want you were uh-huh. fired up. Interesting. Yes, I was fired up, and, and he, I was and ready he diffused to go. it. He diffused the situation. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, he diffused the situation. I mean, yes, it, it made a huge impact. It made me very happy that he apologized because the rest of them didn't. They just kind of, you know, filed away in their back mind. Oh, I don't remember. Or use the lame excuse. No, I don't remember that. And, you know, anyway. You know, so, you know, long story short, I got an apology from Michael H. Michael H. And, and also, since then, I've gone through 14 major brain surgeries. And I can remember it all. Wow. wow. And yes, it hurts. And it brings, it brings, it leaves a scar on you. No, Dan, it's so true in the early years, because it's with all of us, in the early years of our life, when things are said to us or things are done to us, like they leave the deepest scars. Yeah. You know, it's, there are they so do. many things that happen later on in life or just happen in life that don't hurt like that. But when they do early on, We've all got it. We've mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. had that happen to us in some form, and it is amazing how it stays with you forever. And oh, even exactly, yeah, exactly. even with with therapy, it's hard to get through it. You know? No, I hear you, Ryan, completely, one hundred percent. I feel it. Like talking to my girlfriend, I told her, and she's like, "Well, I've heard this before." I'm all, but she's. I was the bully too. She was the only white girl, and you know, she was a minority in her school, and um. You know, I'm like, you don't understand. I got that most of my life. The neighborhood kids, school, I always looked a little different. And what I mean by a little different is I was a little bit bigger. I'm not fat. I'm tall. I'm big. I'm a bear. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, well, how, how's this? How, we call it, we call people, they call people like me huscular. Yeah, huscular, you know? right? Husky and muscular. Hus- wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huscular. Yeah. yeah. So and and I got a personality beyond nothing. In fact, uh, Ryan, I used to work on L and K. I'm a certified massage therapist. The late Phyllis Diller was one of my clients as well. Really? So what do you specialize in, Dan? I specialize in just very basic massage. I want to make you feel better. I want to make you less tightened. Blah blah blah. Mm. I want to I want to let you go on about your day. Well, you're a brother for calling Dan on this. Really appreciate you listening to us. You take good care. Yeah, okay. Thank you for touching base with it, man. Because. There are people out there that don't understand. Don't do it. You're killing people. You literally are killing people. There are people that killed themselves because with the pain, with the pain that somebody like me has dealt with. I mean, I've I've thought about it many a time, but I couldn't handle seeing the reaction of my mother when she found out that I took my own life. Well, Dan, the world needs you. And needs your love, Thank bro. Thank you, Ryan. So you, and you know what? I, I, the world needs you too, man. And you mean the world to everybody. And I know, I'm sure you're used to hearing it. But, dude, you rock, man. You, you, have, done, you have done it all, man. I think that's fantastic. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. Bear hugs, man. Bear hugs. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. 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 Uh, huscular hugs. Huscular hugs. Yeah. True. The impact that that has on young people's life, it is really, really tough. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Good morning. On this Earth Day, weekend two, Coachella starts today. Harry Styles headlining tonight. The Main Street Electrical Parade returns to Disneyland tonight. What's going on tonight? Yeah. All right. So, Sissy, what do you have for us here? Well, if you're going to Coachella this weekend, actually, um, I think uh, this is a pretty cool feature that Tinder is doing. I think... When it comes to dating, one of the first questions you always kind of ask somebody starting out is, what type of music are you into? And what Tinder did is they did this survey with a bunch of um, different people trying to figure out 
if people were going to be going to festivals. And what they realized is that apparently one third of single people say they will be attending some sort of music festival this year. I think all of us have that feeling of like trying to get out more because of the pandemic and whatnot. Um, and so they're they're doing this thing now where it's called festival mode on Tinder. Oh, they actually no. launched this in 2019, but then obviously shut down for a couple of years. So they just relaunched it this last week for weekend one of Coachella and it was like a huge spike. What, like it really. What happens? What? what how is it different than so, regular Tinder? It basically uh, funnels the people that are at that festival specifically so that you, you can get together with actual oh, okay. people that like so the geo-targeted. Yes, I know. So there's nothing like hooking up at a festival, right? I feel like I know I a mean, lot I, of people that actually I, gotten married from after Coachella weekends. It sounds like so, a lot more targeted and a lot more fun than the general tinder no yeah because you're already on you're in holiday mode you're in festival mode yeah but mm -hmm. it's and if you're single and you're listening to the same music that's a that's a big deal it shouldn't it's be festival mode it should be like hookup mode well but i it think makes, it's already hookup mode if you're on yeah, i think tinder. if you're on tinder <laughs> at a festival you're thinking about hooking up but isn't it great to match up with somebody that's like at the same show or excited to see the same artist yeah, I think uh, so too. I'm telling you, I have two of my best friends that are that got married because their first, like, technically their first date was at a festival, and they bonded so much. It was electric. Now you would think on the other side of things, people don't need so much help hooking up at festivals, right? I mean, it's all it's like those are the sizzler of a hookup. <laughs> right. It's like people are in front of you, just hook up with them. Yeah, we did not like the that. You just make out with anybody. All right, let's see. This weekend, if you're going to stream, Sisney, what's on your list, your weekend watch list? The Kardashians. I still have not watched last night's episode, so I'm very much looking forward to it. And I'm a little bummed that they come out week per week, but it's like I'm on the edge of my seat. Um, I think, you know, like I have been a fan of the Kardashian show since the beginning of time, which is when you started it. I don't even, mm. what year was that? 08? Mm, long time ago. 09? <laughs> Long, I don't even remember I know. what year it was. <laughs> so, I pre, know. Pre, pre pandemic. I mean, I'm oh, such pre, a pre. fan that Michael put it in our wedding vows. You know, that I just know. gives you an idea. Of and it's since moved to Hulu. Uh, and those episodes are on Thursdays. Episode two mm -hmm. came out yesterday. Yeah, so but it's really good. That's... Even episode one, the way it started, like the editing is completely different from how they did it's a um, different, keeping up with the production. They, they went with different production company for for these episodes yeah, I, than the one that was doing the uh, episodes on E. Just to give it a new yeah. vibe. New the Kravis of it, it all is and you, my favorite. And you get it like right away. Like the, the opening, like the opening scene, I guess you want to call it. They said it's a the drone. It's a drone going in from each one of their homes. So it's like it hovers over their house and then goes inside like Courtney's Sissy kitchen. needs a Kardashian cameo. <laughs> I would love it. All right, now, the flight attendant, Tanya, you're into season two of this? Okay, so season two just dropped the first two episodes yesterday, and so that's going to be on my weekend watch list because I loved the flight attendant season one. It was so good. so good. We've been waiting for season two, so very excited. It's on HBO Max, and first two episodes are out now. I have to go back to that. I started season one, and I stopped... Right? And then it seems no, like it's... No, I finished it, but I don't remember how it ended, so I need to go watch the last episode. I can episode just tell you then. how it ended, but I won't tell no, you no, no, here. No, 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 no. But it's, no, isn't no, it become more it. espionage and more CIA related? I think this is going to be a whole different, like... Now, is this Kaylee Cuoco's idea? 
Yeah, this so is did like she her, boss this up? Yeah, this is like her baby. Honestly, Kay, we should get Kaylee Cuoco on the show because I just think she's so awesome. She is such a modern woman. I'm obsessed with her. She's just it. I agree. Yeah. All right. So Sunday and Monday, we will have uh, two American Idols. Top 14 on Idol this season after Gabby Barrett mentors the contestants on Sunday's live show. And then we're live on Monday. It's good that I'm reading this now because I wasn't quite sure what the schedule was. But we are live live Sunday and Monday night, coast yeah. to coast. I'm looking uh, that, forward to your fashion show of what your outfits will be this weekend. Yeah. Because you're really stepping it up this season. Very much say. so. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have really something that I cannot wait to show you. And I'm just going to tell you it's all white. Okay. I don't know when I'm going to do it yet. I'm trying to get in a little bit better shape for it because it's well, fitted. But yeah, yeah okay. I'm, I'm trying to I change like it up. Uh, you know. Yeah. All right, that's uh, on ABC Sunday, Monday night. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. going to wrap it up for us on KISS. We're still inside of nonstop music. Coming up on Monday, it's an all-new Ryan's Roses. Keep it here. It's KISS. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again Monday.